Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Anderson, and you are listening to episode 61. It is solo dolo day. That's right, party people. I will be talking by myself, which I've stated before. This is I'm kind of getting into the groove of it. However, it's still awkward. You know what I mean? And if you don't know what I mean, just try talking to yourself about a subject in your car and see how that feels. So, thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, go back to episode one and listen from start to beginning. There's some great, great, great guests, some great conversations I have with myself, and of course, me and my sister. You'll get a better understanding of our personalities and not wonder if you're just jumping into one of those episodes, the Living on the L Edge series, and being like, who the hell are these women? Before we dive into today's topic, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Organifi. If you are not sure what Organifi is, it is supplements, huge, huge, huge variety of supplements. They are organic, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, vegan, non-GMO, the best of the best. I'm currently loving, loving, loving the greens because in this pregnancy, vegetables have not been my friends. (laughs) They truly have not. Like since the get, I get, I have not been able to really crush vegetables like I used to and get my spinach in and all of that stuff. So this has definitely been helpful for me and something that I will continue on. You know, I was a, I was a juicer, did all the celery stuff, did all the green juices, and this is definitely a convenient, cheaper way of going about it. Plus, it's it's quality ingredients in there. I love the greens and the immunity. There's a whole selection. My sister is really loving the red, and that is just because she's trying to wean herself off of uh, caffeine a little bit, and that gives her some natural energy in the afternoon. So check it out. You can visit the link in the bio or go to Organifi.com slash Sober Vibes. And also, too, with that, you will receive 20% off of your purchase at checkout when using the code sober vibes. But if you use the link in the show notes, that code will be attached at checkout for you. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. Like I said, I always want to bring you guys something that will help your life, whether it's convenient and to in the process of sobriety and recovery, the best of the best. And this is definitely the best of the best when it comes to starting to repair the insides because we do a lot of damage in our active addiction. So check it out. 
Today, I want to talk about what is called and what I have used the 60 minute rule. I might even coin that because this is what I've used for a very long time in my recovery. And this is also a way for you to have fun in sobriety. You've probably heard me say this before. So in other podcast episodes, I've mentioned this. I've mentioned this to my clients. I mentioned this a lot, but this had brought, got brought up last week. And you guys know me. When a topic gets brought up, if one or two people are asking, I'm like, this would be a great conversation for everybody to listen to because you're probably wondering yourself. So the 60-minute rule, which again was brought up in the Sober Vibes face commu- Facebook community. If you're not in there, come and join. It's for women only. Sorry, dudes. But it's for women only, and it's the my free Sober Vibes f- Facebook community. So this lady is, and again, I'm not blasting anybody's identity. Over a year sober, you know, definitely coming out of, of COVID times and starting to have to reintroduce like social situations because of work and whatnot. And this is a huge one. So she was scared and nervous, which completely valid feelings and how a lot of people should feel because it's something new, something new you're doing without the protection of alcohol in that security blanket when you go out into social settings, because you might have noticed too, in your sobriety, you drink because you had social anxiety. You drink because you realized that you wanted to come out of your shell a little bit more. All the reasons, there's tons and tons of reasons, but for a lot, and I think a lot of women, men too, I mean, I don't want to exclude them. But a lot of women, it it is a social aspect for us, okay? I mean, I had to. I had to drink for some stuff to be able to like go and sit and be comfortable in social situations. So she was going on, this person was going on like a work retreat, I think a work retreat or, or work, work something, okay? And it was freaking her out about the events at this work retreat and how she should handle it. This is the best, the best, the best advice I think I can give. And me verbally saying it other than like typing it out, you know, in a Facebook community. But I call it the 60-minute rule. When you have to go into social situations like this and you're newly sober, but fuck it. Even towards, even I use this till this day and I'll be nine years sober in, in August but why I use it, it's just because it's become a boundary for me. So you need to look at this as a boundary for yourself as well. You stay for an hour, which equals 60 minutes. That's all you have to do because you show up there early, isn't early, I mean on time, and you do not have to stay past that. I have learned that when sometimes you stay past the limit of this stuff at these social situations, you end up feeling worse when you leave. Where the anxiety kicks in, it's easily to be triggered. It could be triggering for you to be around all the alcohol, around people who then, you know, after a certain point and you see it, you see alcohol and booze flowing which is the same thing. You see the booze flowing. People start becoming on fucking planet Pluto, man. And you're just like, okay, we're no longer connecting. Like this is no longer fun. 
but I can still allow myself to have fun until a certain point when that shit starts happening. But you have to like, if, if, if you feel comfortable and it's past 60 minutes, go another 30 minutes and then reevaluate how you're feeling because you could be sitting down and actually having a very good conversation with a guy or girl. And it's not like you're going to look at your watch and be like, all right, shit, I got to go. It's been 60 minutes. But you have to pace yourself out and just check in eternally of how you're feeling in that situation. You could go to one of these work functions and or this does not exclude family functions where you could be sitting there and be like, oh, my God, this hour is going by so fucking slow. I cannot wait to leave because I can't stand these people. I have to laugh about it because it's true, you guys. You're not going to like everybody when you get sober. You, you get sober and you start living this life and you're like, this is weird. This is how this has always been. I'm not down with it anymore. I'm not fucking down with it. And then you don't owe anyone an explanation of you leaving. Just leave. I always say, say goodbye to the host. It's time to go if they ask you where you're going. It's time for me to go. You know, if you feel like you need to make up excuse, of course, make up excuse. I'm not feeling that well, blah, blah, blah. I will tell you, majority of hosts will be like, no, please stay because they want you there for the party or at these work functions, depending on the type of work function that I'm like envisioning in my head and whatnot. You can just dip out because there's usually a lot of people there where it's not going to be like, oh, Where'd you go? Like, you don't have to say goodbye to people, especially, too, if it's a weekend retreat. Someone asks you the next day, wasn't feeling good. I was tired. Whatever. Okay? I had to get home to get to sleep because my kids had to wake up extremely early. There is a whole spectrum of excuses you could use, but you got to, like, you can't let that fear hold you back from participating in life when it comes to this type of stuff. And this is where it comes to some of this stuff. You just have to rip off the bandaid and just do it. The first time you're first wanting it, you're going to be like, Oh my God, how am I going to do this? But you just do and you get through it. And the sooner you can do this without being triggered, you know, without like pushing your boundaries but I will continue to say this. You are going to, to live a long, sober life. You are going to have to get extremely uncomfortable to be comfortable in this world. And that definitely happens with the first of many of these social situations, with the first of the first couple vacations, all of it. The first time you have sex again sober, you have to get uncomfortable with yourself. To be comfortable in a world filled with alcohol. And, you know, it is it is what it is. But the 60-minute rule, please apply it. Because it works. And it continues to work. And it will help you in the long run of not feeling bad of you leaving this shit and crying your eyes out like I used to that first year. Of being like, why did I stay so long? Or staying so long, where especially too in, in family situations where the drinking happens and then the shit starts turning 
And then you're witnessing it where you're like, oh my God, if I just would have left 30 minutes earlier, I would have not have been a part of this drama. But you stay because you still feel like you have to because that's the people pleaser in you. And that is just the way that you have been wired. And especially too in the drinking, it's like you're so used to being the last one at the party. (laughs) But I am giving you permission to be the first one to leave. It's safe. And you still went out, you still participated, you still mingled, you're not sitting at home like it has been in the past two years, Whatever, wherever you are. Again, I know restrictions are different for everybody, but you're participating and then you're having fun because a lot of the times you will go to this. I'd probably say give this like an 80-20 rule. 80% of the time you're going to go and be like, I really enjoyed myself. I'm so happy I went, and I'm so happy I respected my boundaries and left when I did, because usually that gut feeling will always lead you into the right direction. So I hope this helped, as always, with these solo episodes. I hope this this helped. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm yelling today like I did in my, my last solo episode. <laughs> with the secret to long-term sobriety when I went off kind of on a tangent. But it just, you know, I, I do these based off of, of how I feel and and when the topic gets brought up. So 60-minute rule, that's all you have to give anybody, okay, including yourself. And to going back on this energetically-wise, because when I say I still use this to this day, you know, sometimes, and a lot of you could be very uh, empathetic people, empaths, highly sensitive people, which I think a lot of people who who have drinking problems are either highly sensitive, they're very intelligent, we're a very intelligent breed, and empathic people, where some days you just don't fucking feel like leaving the house or just like being around a lot of people because it it zaps you. And that's how I am sometimes, but you still have to go and participate. So even energetically wise, this has nothing to do with being triggered by alcohol in a social situation. It's still good to use the 60 minute rule where you're just like, I'm not really feeling it today. I don't want to fucking make small talk. I don't care what Aunt Rita says. She can go fuck herself. Like Cousin Joe, all of them. I do not care, but I'm going to show up. Because it's either it's the right thing to do and you, you have to do it. I mean, even to like going to baby showers and wanting showers, okay? Not everybody wants to go and partake or you just don't feel like it that day. That's where you have to protect your energy. So in this situation, use it for that. Use it for anything. You feel it out. Nobody can really tell you what to do until you're in that situation because everybody's situation is differently. But the 60-minute rule will help you, okay? All right, party people, make sure if you have not yet done it, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Sober Vibes podcast. You can find that link in the show notes too or or whatever podcast app you listen to the show. Leave a, a review there. Please come and join my Sober Focus community, if you are needing help with my group coaching program, uh, the price will go up in August. So make sure that you get in for the founding member price and you are locked in at that deal, which is currently $37. And as always, 
If you're listening to the show, please tag me on Instagram or just reach out and say hello at Sober Vibes. All right, keep on trucking. Have a good day.